Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. We are here with part two of two on how to get the highest paying cases in your market. And this episode is going to focus on two roads to the top and a recommended path that I would have for the people who've seen do the best with this stuff. So if you haven't listened to part one on this podcast, I would recommend stopping this episode and going back to listen to that episode. And to just kind of bring anyone up to speed who does remember it from the other week, basically, we talked about the pyramid of case values that exist in every single market and every practice area, ranging from a skinny top of the pyramid where the highest values are, and then a wider bottom of the pyramid where the lower values are. And again, this does work for every practice area, every market. Go back and listen to that episode if you forget why or curious why and don't listen to me in the past part. But anyways, synopsis and where we ended up leading off in the last episode, it's possible, but very costly to go only after the high billing stuff. So kind of go over why, like the, the inventory is limited and that makes it expensive. And then we also have increased competition that is going to be like another effect that's going to make that stuff more expensive. So basically the whole thing to kind of get to, and this is where I want to start with this episode, is that when you're advertising, it's very, very hard to try. And there are people that will tell you that you can do this. But the fact of the matter is on almost every single platform, you're going to be advertising to the entire pyramid. The only exceptions for this are stuff that's extremely targeted. So this mostly is like in the, the realm of like outreach and that kind of stuff. And that is considered solicitation in a lot of states. So the stuff, unfortunately, that does allow you to be really targeted is, is pretty much off the table for most law firms. So when we're talking about getting a radio ad or a billboard or a TV ad or something like that, the entire pyramid of case values is going to be driving past that billboard. So we have to consider what we want to do. For the most part, when people are saying, oh, I only want to target the high value cases, it's it's kind of like just basically taking that one piece and throwing the rest in the garbage. And we get to a strategy of why not to do that. But what this ends up looking like, and if you guys have tried something similar and have seen these results in the past, this is basically what's happening. So we're paying for all those people. But if we want to throw out the bottom 90% of it, then what we're going to realistically see is a very, very low call volume, a very, very high cost per lead in a very, very high cost per sign case. Again, in theory, there's a math equation that you could make to say whether that makes sense versus going to a different route, but it's a lot harder than a lot of people realize. But anyways, just kind of getting into the mechanics of how this stuff works and, and to sort of buttress this proof of everyone in the pyramid seeing your ads, um, even in digital, right? We have targeting and stuff, but there's been a lot of changes in the last couple of years. We actually used to make our bones doing this stuff on Google with really, really targeted. If you guys ever end up picking up the legal marketing fast lane. This kind of outlines the process that we use to really, really great effect to, to make this work on Google with extremely targeted keywords and extremely targeted landing pages. But basically, it's been pretty much impossible to do that. If you guys want to search the back catalog for the episodes we've done on how Google thinks and just kind of the future of advertising and stuff, you can kind of I go into more detail on what's happened in the last couple of years. But the thing is that even before they hamstrung the ability for advertisers to do that, you would actually be really, really surprised at how general the key keywords that ended up leading to the good cases ended up being. So, I mean, and this is something I also used to say <laughs> stuff with clients, but no one's typing in, you know, I had a catastrophic accident and I need to hire an attorney. The people who have the huge cases are still typing an accident attorney. 
and the you know the people that are doing the you know the huge like continuing on for the bankruptcy stuff from, from the last podcast the people who are doing the chapter 11 filings the big corporate stuff they're not reaching out through a network they're also typing in bankruptcy attorney no one's really describing that uh, data at least on google and basically if you even had people that did those search we kind of go back to the volume versus relevance thing the volume is pretty much negligible even when you could target that but now you can't unfortunately as far as facebook goes it's a lot more simple so they literally will bill you by the thousands of people that they're showing out to so you're literally targeting people in these massive swaths and um unfortunately there was some stuff we used to be able to do with things like income targeting but they did away with that after the huge Cambridge Analytica scandal back during 2016. That was when it was uh, sweating before Congress. But anyways, yeah, so they took those toys away from us as well. So we're kind of left with a lot less ability to target than some people might realize. But that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? I just basically want to position that this is a pretty much a fact and you can either play with it or rage against reality. And I will say that the biggest firms are, it's very evident that they understand these principles and they're able to work them into their business model. So we'll go into the first strategy with that. So this first strategy I'm going to refer to as the Buffalo strategy or maybe the Native American strategy. So I want to kind of think about that old concept where the Native Americans would use every single part of the Buffalo when they got it. So in this case, the Buffalo is your ad budget. And instead of skimming off the cream and only taking the highest value cases, which would be like, I don't know, taking the hide or something, you want to take the Buffalo you already paid for and get something out of everything. So this is kind of something that it's it's very widespread in personal injury. That we've had a couple of folks on the, on the podcast who've talked about this phenomenon, but it's interesting because you see people at the beginning of their careers that are taking any case that they can have. And then you see the biggest firms in the country taking any case that comes in front of their way. And then people in the middle are kind of in this valley of death where they don't really have the staff to take anything except for the big stuff. And they don't really have, it's, it's tough because they end up in this kind of like referral, again, valley of death. That's really, really tough to scale from. But basically, you really do see this with all kinds of practice areas, too. It's something that's, I mean, I usually see the personal injuries ahead of the curve and a lot of the advertising stuff, but you're starting to see this in other practice areas. I think a lot of stuff that I've been seeing in family law lately with getting you know, no fault divorces and, and mediation stuff. It's it's very interesting because there's two different ways that people can go. You can either start advertising that stuff directly and then take the more complicated stuff up the ladder, or you can advertise for the high value stuff. And then if somebody ends up not being a fit, you can more or less downsell them. But basically, the reason that you see this with the big firms is that they understand the pyramid. They're not trying to fight it. The time and the money that they're investing into getting these cases is spent. So you know, you might as well get the most out of what's coming in. So we want to think about those lower value cases, even if we want to get the top of the pyramid. Again, if you guys are advertising up, you're going to get the top of the pyramid. But what do you want to do with the bottom 80, 90%, right? So for the big firms, it's usually easy. And this is pretty much like, I guess this becomes a competitive advantage and, and a really good business model for these uh, behemoth PI firms. But they you know, just have a huge bench, right? So if you have enough hands to handle the small stuff in-house, then you can basically take whatever you want, take 100% of that profit. And a really interesting thing is that if the smarter firms, and this is what I kind of find the most interesting, is that if you don't have just armies of associates that throw out a problem, there are ways to get creative. So this is actually something I want to do a quick shout out to uh, Sam and Ray from Even Up Law. Uh, we ended up doing a podcast a, a year or two back. 
But uh, they have a fantastic tech solution, which is generating like demands without staff. It's all basically automated with AI. So if you are in PI, that's actually like a legit recommendation we can make for you right on this podcast. And also, um, it's, it's interesting. I wanted to give them a quick shout out. They just raised a $50 million Series B round a couple of months back. So congratulations to Sam and Ray. Um, but again, this is the kind of opportunity that we have. So instead of hiring, you know, reams of associates, get a little bit of technology and help generate these demands and, you know, make recommendations when you're offering stuff to insurance companies, that kind of stuff too. So it doesn't take tons of manpower. And one that's a little less technological, but is something I'm really surprised people don't do more of. And we actually did record an episode on this a month or two back, but the old fashioned route of basically farming these out to another attorney who wants those cases for co-counsel. So I think we talked about in that episode, potentially going outside of your practice area, um, which is cool because if you are advertising enough, you're going to get those other things too. But you you might as well get a third of that case if you're going to go farm that out. And the thing that if you really want to think about this, if you want to take that top of market approach, that's what you can do with the rest of the Buffalo. So you can take the cases that are the absolute peach cases for yourself. And then if you have something that's a little bit below your pay grade, give it to somebody who it's not below their pay grade. The truth is, if you're generating, uh, (laughs) I wrote this and deleted, I'm just gonna say it anyways, but you know, if you're making it rain, there's always going to be somebody who's down to get wet, right? You guys are listening to this podcast and kudos to you for doing that. But you know how hard it is to generate leads. And if you have stuff that's literally laid in your lap, there's not a lot of people that would say no to that. You guys have, you know, everyone's been in a situation where you've had more capacity than stuff to do. So just find people that are at that place a little bit earlier in your career, maybe somebody that, you know, looks up to you, a younger alum from your university. And then again, like I said, if they're doing a good job, then you're going to get positioned from that. So, and then, you know, basically there's some critical options too that we've been seeing outside of PI and I go, it's just using some interesting specific examples, but on transactional law, I've seen some really cool stuff too. So like I said before, with the, the family law example, we can basically advertise directly towards the lower level needs and kind of work people up, or you can get people for the bigger ticket item and be able to pretty much downsell. The real key with having a downsell is making sure it's something that's lower cost and lower input for you. So one fantastic way of seeing this again is, is kind of through technology. So we had an episode a couple months back with Enrico Lynchier of LegalGen. And um, this is actually somebody we've we've had some clients that are using their platform in the estate planning space. So it's, it's really cool because basically if you have the situation where you're trying to go full boat for whatever you happen to charge for, you know, married couple, revocable living trust kind of a situation. If they're not in a position to do that, then you have an instant downsell. You know, it's not going to be for that full amount, but you know, you give that the right kick of the tires. And if it doesn't work out, you can still get, you know, thousand bucks, 800, $1,200 out of that. And what this all kind of ends up like adding up to, whether it's referrals for 33% of something, whether it's taking stuff and getting it delegated to software, whether it's building a team to take this lower level stuff, you're able to get profit out of something you would otherwise be throwing away. So the moral of the story is basically get creative. And most of these things, when you're setting these up, if it happens to be a relationship or technology or even hires, to be honest, it's something that you can set up one time and then you're able to just get a bigger percentage of what's coming in from your marketing. And you're not going to be like making it's 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 going to bring your average case down. But I personally think that's a bit of a vanity metric. But you know, the money's getting spent anyways. So you know, if you guys are ever seeing this in marketing communities, this is something that's kind of popular with a lot of like info marketers and that kind of stuff. The term that gets thrown around a lot is liquidating your ad spend. But yeah, we've seen this happen a bunch. It's like if you can basically break even, and I'm not saying you should strive to break even, but even if you get the situation where the the lower level stuff is going to keep your ads covered, then you're in the game when the whales are coming around, right? So, and again, if you have the situation where you're more profitable, you can even increase your spend. 
So this is kind of one of those things that gets backwards and um, probably worth another podcast to go into. But if you're able to accept a lower return on investment, it actually allows you to spend more. And then that's basically it, addressing the bigger market, getting a bigger pyramid for which you can skim the big cases at the end of the day. So that's path A, the Buffalo path. <laughs> path B is just kind of the opposite. And I'll also say this too, this is something that um, this really stuck with me from an episode we did with Mike Whale on a couple of years back. But we're kind of going into these two archetypes of pretty much the aggregator, the person who's good for getting in front of people. And the other one, which we're going to introduce now would be the suppliers, the people that are going to be doing the best work on the actual legal stuff. So the second path is titled crush on product. <laughs> so um, we had an awesome forthcoming guest in the podcast. Um, he ends up specializing in litigation for attorneys that focus on PI that aren't looking to litigate themselves. And the math is super, super simple. So on average, they've seen that they can 5x the case value through litigating it. Uh, the firms that are not willing to litigate would be able to get on their own, but they're going to take 50% of that. So 5x times 50% is basically 2.5x to any attorney that's referring them. And you know, basically, would you take that deal? I think it's, you know, it's, it's pretty, makes a lot of sense as far as you know, the money's concerned, just from like a numbers perspective, it's, it's really cool. But that actually is, is kind of like a great illustration of this path. Another similar situation, we had former guests, uh, Kay Van Way out of Texas, and she specializes in medical malpractice, like another thing that you will kind of get caught up in your net when you're doing personal injury advertising. But yeah, people don't want to take it. It's super costly. You have to have a lot of specific expertise on how to hire your witnesses and that kind of stuff. But basically, people like this don't have to advertise directly to the market because their product is so good that other people are referring it to them. So in this case, this is kind of the, the real pure play way to actually only take that top of the market. Those firms literally do not have to worry about the other stuff too, because other people are having to worry about that stuff. So I do have this one second, I guess this is probably in the, the truer definition of the challenge that we set out as far as to only take the highest paying. Well, I think we just said how to get the highest paying cases, but this is how to only get the highest paying cases. But I do have this second because it's kind of like a chicken and egg situation. It's very hard to get this and, and you know, I'm going to poke a little fun at some of the coaching programs that are, are kind of doing this. It's like, this isn't something that you manifest, right? Um, you don't read your affirmations every morning and, you know, go to the, the group calls and, and rah-rah about uh, how much you're worth and you're not accepting this moving forward, blah, blah. Like that's going to get you from below market to market. And that's great. Good for you. But that's not how you get to the top of the market. And like serious referral partners are going to need a track record and, you know, two ways to do it. So, and I personally, think if you want to go for the Buffalo strategy at first, it's going to get you opportunities at the top of the market a lot faster. You can also wait for these to come organically. But the only thing is that you might be waiting for a very, very long time. So basically, that's the second product is just to have yourself be so good at what's doing it, then the actual it's, it's almost the inverse of the other strategy, right? Working with you is a better, even with co-counsel fees in mind, it's it's actually more profitable for attorneys to refer business to you than it is for them to do it on their own, right? So just an extreme specialist position. So basically, those are kind of the two strategies, right? And my recommendations is if you actually ultimately wanted to get to B, I really think the fastest way to do that would be to go with path A, going the, the Buffalo strategy. So and then from there, you can decide if you want to, if you like that. Again, there's there's kind of benefits to both models. But if you really want to specialize on the profitability, the lean operation stuff, that's probably going to be path B. If you don't mind running a big business, or that's something that you actually liked, then you know the Buffalo strategy is fantastic. And if you want to look at the biggest firms in 
any practice area, any state, any geography, they are going to most likely be doing the Buffalo strategy. You know, you're not going to see a lot of the people that are doing the crushing on product strategy because they're kind of the most known unknowns. But I would say their profit margin is almost going to be much better, almost always going to be much better than the people on path A. But at the end of the day, those are kind of the two paths. So I hope this was a fun little mini series for you guys. Um, let me know what you guys think. And yeah, I will see you guys next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Eastern on the Law Firm Growth Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.